Y'all, welcome to another great episode of Late Night Podcast with Bridget and Holly. And I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Bridget. And y'all, tonight we have an amazing jaw-dropping show. And if you, I'm sure most of you have been following the Casey Anthony um, trial that happened back in 2008. Um, Before we get started, I do want to let you guys know we are now on Spotify. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Click that notification bell because we drop new episodes every Tuesday, every Friday at 11 p.m. Um, me and Bridget have been following this story, well, ever since, you know, it, it happened. And what made us want to do a podcast on it is because months ago, Casey Anthony finally did her first interview since all of this happened. And she told her side, everything that happened and stuff like that. Well, we just got alerted that George and Cindy Anthony um, are going to be dropping an episode on A&E January the 4th, telling their side. And they're also going to be taking a lot of tetra tests. So we just wanted to refresh everybody. And, you know, me and Bridget kind of, I guess you'd say kind of not really debate but kind of talk about what we think happened, how we feel, who we think did it, and just refresh everybody, you know, because it, it, it the what happened is just, it's, it's a horrible situation. It's a terrible thing that should not have happened. And it was left with a lot, a lot of unanswered questions that everybody has. Uh-huh. So, um, on that note, I want to start with Bridget to see how where you want to start touching base at. Well, what I want to let everybody know that when we both started doing, because I know the case well, I remembered everything well. So it wasn't that we didn't know the case, because we have been keeping up with it. But we did dive into it and do refreshers to kind of give us some of the fine details that you, your mind might forget. The whole time we was doing the research, we never would discuss. I don't know where Holly stands. I don't know mm-hmm. what she thinks. She don't know where I stand. We kept telling each other, I can't wait to do this podcast yes. to find out what you think. Because we haven't even discussed with each other what we think. Nope. We don't know if we're going to be on the same side of the table or if we're going to be on totally ends of the spectrum, opposite ends of the spectrum. But I'm going to go ahead and say... Like like Holly said, the whole thing is tragic. There, this child, very tragic. This was tragic. You know what I'm she saying? Was the whole two thing. Years was, old. Yeah, the whole thing was tragic. But well, I uh, do want to say real quick, Bridget, before we do get started, mm-hmm. and y'all, just to let y'all know, okay, this is just strictly our opinion, okay. Yeah. This podcast that that we are doing, this is mine and Bridget's opinion only. So you guys will know that we've done research, we've watched stuff, and this is strictly just telling you guys what we think. You know, if you don't agree with anything that we are about to discuss here, that's fine. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, but this, I want you guys to know that this is our opinion in our take on how we feel about this entire case. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to throw it back to you and ask you, what do you think? 
Well, first of all, do you think she had anything to do with it? I it okay. So I got to start back from the beginning because when I first heard about the case and was filing it, I was like, "She did it. She she killed her kid. You know, she needs to be locked up, put put away for life." And things just were not adding up for me. And as I continued on with it, I was like, well, maybe, you know, she gave her something and it, it killed her. Like, for, for example, the nanny, her real name is Zanadia Fernandez Gonzalez. But Casey referred to her as Zany the nanny. Well, Clint House, one of the former roommates, when she said Zany the nanny, it popped in his head. Oh my God, Casey takes Xanax. She probably gave Casey one and, and it killed her. And then Casey didn't know what to do. She panicked, went to her daddy. Maybe he took care of it and stuff like that. Um, but I, I don't think that's what's happened. I, I really don't. Okay. So yeah, to, to refresh y'all's mind too, um, Back uh, on June 16th, 2008, Kaylee supposedly went missing, but she, the nobody seen her, the mother never seen her or heard from her in 31 days. The mother, which is Cindy Anthony, is the first one who called 911 to say, something's not right, I've not seen my granddaughter. They actually said she made two calls to 911 before they finally decided to come out and take a look into things. She okay. did, and then the comment that she made... She's like, it smells like a damn body, a dead body in the car, mm -hmm. is what, what she said. And then, mm -hmm. you, you go ahead, we'll, we'll touch base on that, too. But Sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. So, so, so the mother um, basically had to call 911 twice. During the time that they were trying to investigate where this little girl was, Casey Anthony had been seen out partying. Uh, going to friends' houses, just throwing parties. Got doing a all tattoo. These, yeah, got a tattoo. Did all these wild and crazy things, okay? Um, if you would watch the two-hour police interrogation, did you watch that? I did. Yeah, the two-hour police interrogation. She was kind of all over the place in that, too. She seemed like she had it together at times, and other times she didn't. But I'm on, I'm just going to go out and tell you what I think. I think she did it. I think she did it all by herself. Uh, her boyfriend didn't want a kid. I think she didn't want the kid. Uh, I don't know whether she killed her on purpose or whether she killed her by accident by overdosing her. But I think she did it all by herself. And I think, I think that George did it. And the the reason the reason I say that is because watching watching her interview and listening to her de defense team like Pat McKenna, I mean he he took her in when everybody turned their back on her. You know you had him and her other the one uh, the lady from the defense team Gail and a couple of others and. Nobody would take her in but him. And she was just only supposed to stay with him just for a little while until she got on her feet. And she ended up moving in with him. He put her to work. 
She was around, you know, his family, his kids, his grandkids, and everything like that. But what didn't add up for me is the the things that they were showing and the things that I found about George. And she was sexually, you know, assaulted. She was molested by, by her dad. And they, she talked to a psychiatrist. They made her go and talk to a psychiatrist. And the thing is, like, when they talked to the psychiatrist, the parent, when something like that happens to a little child, the parent has mind control over them. And it makes the child, like, have the ability, you know, to, like, uh, compartmentalize to where they, like, lie and, and all this stuff and they go from one world to a, another and, and everything like that. And it makes them look like a compulsive liar. But her dad did a, a lot of lying. And when she, when she woke up, her, her and Kaylee were asleep in her bed. She always kept her in the room. She thought she locked her door and she said that maybe she didn't, I don't, she don't remember. And so it was just her, those two. And then George was home. And anytime Kaylee got up, she would always wake up Casey to let her know she had to go to the bathroom or whatever. She knew not to run the house alone because of that. And, she thinks, I guess, that, that George come and got her out of there. And then he frantically came and woke Casey up saying, you know, where, where is Kaylee? Where is Kaylee? But this is what's weird to me. The things that he, he said, like, during her funeral, like he, one, one of the things that he said, I got it right here, is, um, where he says, I tell everyone it's so great to get a hug from someone, but to get a hug from a small child that gives me energy like you couldn't imagine. I mean, that he said that during her funeral. Then he made the comment about, um, oh my God, where's that? Hold on. About that he, he couldn't, um, like, he loved the sweet smell of Kaylee's sweat. Like you're you're at a funeral on national TV, and you're you're making those comments that that's creepy. First of all, why why would you say those things? And the look on his face when he said that about it, getting a hug from a kid gives him energy like you couldn't imagine. Just gave me like like a creepy vibe. But what I what I think happened, in my opinion, I think that he got. He got Kaylee. I think that he went to one or two things. Went to go molest her. She was making sounds. He put a pillow over her head and it suffocated her and she died and he freaked out. Or he either put the pillow over her head to keep her quiet and knock her out and make her go to sleep so he could molest her. Because... It it all adds up because during all this, nobody said, nobody nobody would say anything of of where where she was, and what a lot of people don't know if they don't go back and, and watch all this stuff. He would go see her in the jail. He was on her side. He would be on TV 
on her side. But yet, then he would go to the police and talk shit about her. I mean, he he was on he was on the grand jury trying to get the death penalty for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, so so let me let me let me interject right here. So the thing about it is, you have to first of all realize that if you go back and listen to the initial interviews, if you have a father who molested you and he tells you he has your child and everything's okay for 30 some days, you're not going to think she's okay. You're going to be like, well, where's my kid? I know how you are, dad. I know what you do. Where's my kid? Why would she be so comfortable thinking he had her for 30 some days? Because I, I, because I you think, think she with was the mind control mm-hmm. that, he, like, that he had over her, that she was scared because she didn't even tell her mom about it because she was mm-hmm. scared that she would trigger it never something happened. it never to, happened like i i think he did he is, uh-uh. i think he's a sick man nope i don't think that that's he what she wants you to believe innocent. that's what she wants you to believe let me ask you a question she's had 10 11 12 years to come up with her alibi she's had 10 11 12 years and in the beginning when this all came out everybody suspected george and she thought, well, they are already thinking that. There's a seed in people's brain. I'm just going to run with it because she is a manipulative narcissist. And she could spin that story to her advantage. Pat McKenna, I think she had a sexual relationship with him when she lived with him. And I, I think don't. that's... I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. He was like a father to her. Yeah, no. Nope. I think they had a sexual relationship and that's the reason he's siding with her so much. Because they did have, uh, they did I can't have a. See se- you on your screen, friend. Okay, oh, there you go. You back. They did have a sexual relationship, is in my opinion. Again, this is all my opinion. Her mom and dad had nothing to do with it. The reason her mom and dad would. I don't go think Cindy had nothing to do with it at all. I think no, she was just George blind Cindy. to everything. Mm-hmm. No, you got to realize he's a cop. He was an ex-cop. Uh huh. And when his daughter come up being the number one suspect. He had to play good cop, bad cop. So to her, he was like, Kaylee, just talk to us. Just, I mean, just tell us. I mean, Casey, just tell us what's going on. Just, you know, we just want to help you. We love you. But he knew she had something to do with it. And he knew if he thought, told her that, she would turn on him and shut him out. Me as a parent, me as a parent, I don't want to see that, that my kid did that. I don't want to know that my kid did that. But at the same time, in the end of the day, I'm I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go to them, get what information I can, just in case they are innocent. But when it come down to it, if I found out they were guilty, you damn right, I'd want them to be on the damn death, right. death row. Well, how do you I, explain the, the interview that he did with uh, Dr. Oz, where he, he had gotten into a horrible wreck, and him and, and Cindy sitting there and he's got a little head contraption on and and everything like that, talking to Dr. Oz and stuff. And and Dr. Oz had asked him, had his daughter reached out to him and he said yes, that she had checked on him through Cindy. Um, of course she's shaking her head no, that that never happened. But um he then said that he needed to apologize. And tell everybody that he was sorry. And the look on his wife's face was like, and she even said, well, wh- what are you doing? And he was like, I need to apologize. It was just an accident. And she even said it was just an accident. So 
why is he he saying it was just just an accident if he didn't have did you watch the whole dr oz interview or did did they chop parts of it up to me when he said i wanted to apologize to my daughter because the reason just like i would say to my son i've done nothing wrong but at the same time, my son has hard feelings towards me. He's hurt towards me. He had to go on stand and testify against his daughter. Yes, I would be. I'm sorry I had to do that. I'm sorry that 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 you you got hurt by that. I'm sorry that things are the way they are. But I don't think he ever said it was just an accident. I think yeah, they he, both they both did. Him and Cindy both said that. I think they um, said. I think they were talking more about the relationship, the way things had went in their relationship and the way things had unfolded. I'm going to tell you. I don't when, think if, that's what they were talking about. Cause the look on Cindy's face, she was in shock. Like, you got to understand her. You got to understand on this, on this Peacock thing, Casey Anthony and Patrick McKenna, spun the story the way they wanted to spin the story. They were I could sit here right now and take clips of our podcast of stuff you say and move it around and edit it and move it around and make it sound totally different. I mean if we see oh, yeah. anything on I could take clips of stuff and move it all around. Yeah anybody this, can do that. She is a master manipulator. Then they go on to say, well, the way my father when we had pets and they would die he would wrap them in blankets, then put them in a trash bag, then duct tape them shut, and that's the way Kaylee was found. But Casey learned that from her dad. She learned that that's how you dispose of something. George, but it was like true, it, though, because yeah. her brother got on the stand, and he went to the cops and told the cops he hated to do this, but there was something that he had to tell them. And he okay. told them that when their pet, when the their pets would die, that that's how his dad would dispose, dispose of them. He'd wrap them in a blanket and he would put duct tape around her head. But, but yeah, of course she would learn that from him. She would learn that from him. The thing about it is, what I'm trying to tell you is the truth's always going to be the truth. Okay? So in other words, when all this came out, if her dad, if, if she, okay, okay, if she's totally innocent and she just woke up Oh, no, I don't and think Kate, she's completely innocent, but I don't think she killed her daughter. Okay, so let's say, for instance, she woke up and Kaylee wasn't there, okay? When they called, first of all, when Cindy called 911 and they start interviewing, why the fuck did she give them the runaround? Why didn't she just say, listen, I'm just going to tell you, when I woke up, she wasn't there. I don't know where she's at. Talk to my dad. Why did she give the cops this, this runaround for so many days. Why did she lie and say she was with Zanny the nanny? Why did she swear in a testimony when she went to the thing and they said, so you swear everything you're about to say is true? Yeah. So where did you leave her? I left her with the nanny. Well, how long has the nanny been watching her? Four years. Well, da, 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 da. Yeah, she's why? saying that the dad um, told her to say that. That's why she said that, um, that Zanny the nanny had her, that she had been the babysitter for about um a year and a half now and stuff like that. Like she she admitted that she lied to all of that. And she said that, um, cause I, I watched the interview. I watched where George talked to the cops and they did talk to a police officer that was a part of that interview. And it's like, he was leading the interview in the interrogation room. 
that, that George was because, of course, he's a former cop. So that's just going to be his, his natural instinct. But, the, but let me ask you a question. You said your dad was a cop, right? Uh-huh. If your dad was a cop and he disposed of a body, I'm going to guarantee you, you'd never find it. Well, that's true, too. Why would George be so fucking sloppy to bury that thing within just a couple miles of the house in a, sh in a shallow grave? In right hopes that maybe right Casey was going to get in trouble for it. You think he did that to frame Casey? I kind of almost because he kept saying to her, you'll see her again. You'll see her soon. You'll see her soon. That's what she I said. mean, he was wanting he her to get. He never said that. He, that's the, what she but said how do you know he didn't say it? You can yeah, hope I'm, I'm, it, you can hope he didn't say it, mm -mm. but neither one of us really knows things. that he if he said it or not. There's two because, things. See, I couldn't when I was doing the peacock thing. I couldn't even watch it. I knew everything that come out of her mouth was a lie. Everything. She's a compulsive liar. She's lied from the beginning. She's lied all the way through it. Everything. Okay, so let's just for instance say this all happened and her dad had her kid and saying, you'll see her soon, you'll see her soon. I'm just going to tell you, if this is me and this is a father who molested me and he has my child, even if I'm under some kind of spell, I've been molested. I've been molested by multiple men. So I'm here to tell you, if somebody had my child that I knew molested me and was telling me for 30-some days my child's okay, I would not be out partying, getting tattoos, and doing all this. I would be there asking them every day, Dad, what's going on? Dad, where's my kid? Dad, why aren't you going to give me my kid? I'm so worried about my kid. I'd be telling my friends, my dad's got right. my kid hid, and my dad used to molest me, and I'm so worried about my daughter. She mentioned it to no one. No one. Yeah, she didn't. And that's and the, the thing, thing. For her to say, well, I was just scared of my dad, or I was under his spell, I've been molested before. I know what she's talking about, but it ain't to that point. At some point, there's got to be something that makes you that makes you stand up to that person, especially being an adult. And if your own child missing in the hands of a child molester is not enough yeah. to make you gain that gumption, nothing will. She's nothing but a a master manipulator and liar. Nothing but. I don't know. Well, I noticed things. So what? So what happens on January that she 4th? has lied about, but I also feel like, like I don't think she's completely innocent. First of all, because when she made the statement that she was twenty-two years old, she was just a child. You're not a child. You're a grown woman, and I don't understand. I mean, I get what she said about because she was scared, but I too would not have waited thirty-one days and just listen to what he said that you know he got it that he, there was a little part in her that thought that she was she was still alive which i thought was ridiculous because you've not seen her in 31 days she she's dead but then when i see the stuff about him and hear the things that he says it's like i almost feel like if he didn't do it they were in together somehow. I don't think she did this by herself. I, do. I really don't think she did. I do, 100%. And I think, why would he put her in, why would he put the child in the trunk and leave the child in the trunk so long that it would start decaying to, to gain a smell? He knows better than that. The other thing is, she lied and she <laughs> said, well, 
I, I went out. See, she changed her story twice. One was, he come, I woke up and she was nowhere to be found. Then she said, I woke up and I went outside and he was holding her and she was wet. Which one is it? Which one is it, girl? Make up your yeah. mind. Yeah. Now, you from know, when I watched it, she said she woke up and she, she didn't see her and her dad come in there frantic. And then she went outside and he had come up with come up with Kaylee and had the body in his hand and put it in her arms and then he took took her away and told her he'd take care of it, that everything was gonna be okay. I don't think that everything she's saying is a hundred and ten percent, but I I Okay, do think so if that, that if your dad lays your life limpless child possibly dead child in your arms and then take someone and says everything's gonna be okay and then she's gone for 30 some days and you're not sitting there going is she at the hospital is she okay is everything okay she is just no honey it's gonna be okay you molested me you but hurt so we me don't even know if that was even said it was like i don't none of it could have been said could have not been said I don't think George had a thing to do with it. I don't think Cindy had a thing to do with it. I think George and Cindy both was scared for their daughter uh, because her daughter kept using this Zanny the Nanny uh, alibi. And they kept thinking, did she just fuck up and give them to somebody that that hurt her? You know, is she going to get in trouble? Do we even know the truth? They were running around with chickens like, like their head cut off too, trying to find out from her what was going on. And they didn't want to make her look guilty to the police. They didn't. I feel like as parents, they wanted to protect their child. So they were being elusive as well. And they weren't given full stories as well to but protect her. But that's the her. thing. He went to the police and, and talked trash about her. Even the cop that believes that Casey, um, that Casey Anthony killed her child, he, he even said that George would, would come to him and George told him he thought that she'd done something to him. But then he would go on TV and make it out like he's on her side. He'd go see her at the jail right. and tell to her everything's going to be okay. To the public yeah, but her. Yeah, he would do it. But he also went to the cops to, to make her... Of course, tell that you know that he thought that she had killed. Um, yeah, because he wanted those cops to find the truth out. So he was telling his the people on that force that was in the area and that the people that he had worked around and with and was familiar with, he was letting them know, look deeper, look deeper. I don't feel right about. Yeah, this. but you were saying he didn't go to the cops, but he did oh, I went go to the. I went to the uh, to the um, media. Media. Oh yeah, yeah. The but the cops, he 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 went to, and stuff, yeah. and and all that. But I just don't think I don't think he had a thing to do with it. I don't think the mom had a thing to do with it. I think she was solely responsible for it. She kept it a secret. <laughs> she went and partied. She didn't care. I think she said first of all, she spent time in jail not for the murder. She wasn't. She didn't get murder. Her arrest was for, no. She didn't get none of that for like murder or anything. It was for not for uh, for falsifying information. Yeah, mm, or yeah, falsifying uh, information because she didn't even get found guilty for neglecting. I mean, it's right. I don't know. It's all just. It, we're see, always she even have... lied about working at Universal Studios. She didn't even work at Universal Studios. Well, she did. She worked yeah. there for about uh, about what two two or three years or whatever, but then she went to work in at the bar and working the nightlife and doing a lot of side jobs that she knew 
her parents would not, well, her mom would agree with, and she didn't want her mama knowing where that type of money was coming from. But I will tell you, like, from the take of it, when she said nightlife, I took that as she was not only a bartender, but she was hooking to being a prostitute or a cowgirl, what, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, now, I, do I, I think, do I think, do I think she was ever molested by somebody or sexually abused by somebody? I think so. Her dad? No, I don't. I don't think him at all. I don't think he ever hurt a child. And when you said he was at the funeral and he said those creepy things, but let me explain something to you because I have seen funerals before where people do that. Just like this morning when I was holding Ruger and I was cuddling him, I said, I just want to lay here and take in his scent and his smell and feel his warmth against me. But that's because, different. That's a dog. You know, that's your pet. But I, I think I would babies. say that for my child. But, but you got to understand what happens is when people, okay, let me ask you a question. When your parents have died, is there ever a scent or smell that your mama had that you remember? Or every now and then you'll walk around the house and you'll get the whiff up and you'll be like, oh my God, that smells like my mama. Yeah, but I ain't going to be bawling and crying in front of everybody and say, oh my God, I'll never get the smell to... The, the sweet, you know, diamond pearls of my mom. Like, that, I don't know. I just think that that's, that's weird for him to to say that. Like, the sweet. Well, the reason y'all. Reason it's it's the, the reason they, it's thought of as creepy is because of the picture that has been painted of him. If somebody would hear that otherwise, they would be like, oh, my God, that's so sad. I you would, know? and I think it was creepy. Because, like, who well, wants to smell a child's sweat? But just because somebody has a weird recollection or they're like, they're like, you know, saying something <clears throat> like a smell or a scent, does it mean that, that they did something like that? I think she's painted that picture of them. She's using them as a scapegoat because I will say once she's come out of jail, she even admitted on there, I, I stay to myself. I don't go out anywhere. She, she can't. Yeah. She'll get harassed. So what she's trying uh-huh. to do is everybody's come to her and said, Let's just, we'll come up with something. I think her defense team has said, you know, and I think they're going off the lies she's told them. But I 100% think that Patrick McKenna has had a sexual relationship with her. I really do. Because I do think she is loose. And I do think, you know, and that that could be totally wrong. I won't stand on the Bible on that one. But the rest of it, I'll tell you 100%. The other thing is, I am an excellent read on people. Excellent. When I can tell you, and, and usually nine times out of ten, I don't know if we'll ever really 100% find out the truth, but I was going to ask you, what if it comes out on that interview on January 4th, George and Cindy tell their side, and they do the lie detector test, and they're in the clear, what do you think then? I don't know, because he's a former cop, and he knows how to, probably knows how to pass the lie detector test. But do you know, do you know a lie de- a good lie detector agent can see when you're doing the signs of, of like, he knows, like, holding your breath. He knows certain things oh, that, yeah. you, that you're trying but to do. you also can put thumbtacks in the bottom of your feet and in your shoes and, and, and things like that. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know, because, I mean, I, I'm a good reader, people, too. I can sense, like... It, like I can just look at somebody and be like, I just got a bad feeling about them. Just something just ain't right. And usually, usually I say eight or nine out of ten times, I'm always right. I might not know what it is at the moment, but it it ends up 
coming out that like, oh dang, I knew there was something wrong with this person. I just couldn't pinpoint point what it was, but I knew it. But I, I don't know. I I get a weird vibe from him. He gives me a creepy pedophile vibe, and she gives me a. I don't feel it's sad that she lost her daughter. I don't really feel I don't feel sympathy for her because as a parent you should have stood up for that child first of all if he was molesting you <clears throat> why did you not move the fuck out that house you know why if you were making all this money on the side and you know so bartending why, so, and all so that that's a good question why didn't she why did she stay if her dad was molesting her and she thinks she was molesting her child why would she yeah stay? her her reason was that she was trying to save money and get a big big hunk of money so she could then tell her mama that her and Kaylee uh, were mo were moving away. But she even said that, so George cheated on, on Cindy. I believe that. He, he cheated on her twice. Mm -hmm. And the one woman that... Um, that he cheated on her with. Hold on, I got her name right here. Um, her name is uh, Crystal Ho Crystal Holloway. And she met George at the tent when Kaylee was missing. And she even said on the stand that he told her it was an accident and that he just bawled out of control. But he even told this woman that he carried an affair on with that it was just an accident but he didn't never go into great detail or or tell tell her anything but before that he had had another affair and cindy had kicked him out and they didn't really say how long he was gone for but um casey was saying that was the safest that she had felt that it was just the girls it was just her cindy and and uh kaylee and that she felt safe because he, he wasn't there and she didn't have to worry and, and, and all this stuff. But it's, it's the little things like that, that, for example, with the Crystal Holloway woman saying that he told her it was an accident. So it's like either he did it or either they did it together and they both covered each other's tracks and it didn't go his way and it didn't go her way and they both bashing each other. But more her, not really bashing, but coming up with all kind of shit. But her more probably than him. I mean, they did do all these interviews, and she thought it was just for the money and stuff like that. But, I mean, it, it, it was a hot case. It was the first case that literally went viral in America that all Americans were tuned into. Twitter was going off with um, Leah Remini, the the Kardashians, Kelly Osborne, like they were all up on Twitter, you know, tweeting about it. And even Leah Remini was like, "What kind of mother, you know, would not worry about their kid missing?" And that's the thing that's crazy to me because I get he may have molested her and had mind control over her, but when you're a grown woman, why not just? just do something or say something like I, I don't know it's i don't it's, 
I don't think it ever happened. That's the reason why. <laughs> and th that's the reason she never showed no signs of it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying, when your child's missing, and you think your father that molested you for so many years has a hand in it, and you're still out partying, and that ain't enough to make you jump out from underneath that mind control, something's bad wrong. And well, the, and then they talked to some of her friends and that she's not friends with anymore. And they were even saying that, I mean, yes, she did go out, but it wasn't out as much as the as the media made it out to be. Did it oh, wasn't I'm like sure. she I was mean, out I'm, partying? Right. I'm sure they caught, they, they probably replayed several scenes, different cuts. And so, I mean, I don't, that I can't really say, but I'm saying period. The other thing is, you know, I just, I just think, I just, why, why so long to tell your truth? And the to thing tell your is, story, yeah. yeah, and the thing is, to me, um, I just think she's had a lot of time. My dad said one time, he told me years ago, he said, you ever notice when people go to jail, they all come out reformed? Like they all, they find, like Jeffrey Dahmer, they find Jesus, they whatever, whatever. He yeah. Said, that's an awful good story. He said, that's an awful good story to tell, to get people to forgive you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and I'm not saying there aren't not people that go to jail and that do find Jesus. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm saying when you have any jail time at all, number one, that's time to think. A long time is time to think. Number two, she, when she came out of jail, she can't even have a social life because she has to hide from everybody. Well, I think when you're sitting there and you're going, damn, I'm hiding from everybody. I've had to be in jail. What can I say? What can I say? Well, I know yeah. at first, at first they thought my dad was guilty. And you know what? That son of a bitch sat on that stand and testified against me. I'll pin it on him. I will pin it on him. So how do I do that? Let me turn on my let me turn on my waterworks. I will turn on my waterworks and I will claim he did X, Y, and Z. I'll get my legal team on my side and they'll help me come up with a good story and they'll encourage me to tell my truth. I think that's everything she. I think. But she you is. know, nobody didn't think that George was guilty. Nobody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you go back, I mean, to the original on her side. On yeah. her side, yeah, but nope. I remember most... years ago in 2008, he was him and Cindy was still a big target as to whether they had anything to do with it. Well, I mean, they were, but the cops didn't think it was them because I'm gonna tell you another thing that I think is weird, and I don't understand why they didn't do it. They pulled her cell phone records and her ping. When they were looking up the chloroform, how to make it, and all that stuff on the computer. But what they didn't do was they pulled George's cell phone records, but they didn't choose his ping. Because mm -hmm. the cop said, well, I didn't think it was necessary, so I didn't didn't pull it. So, Well, because there's, there was probably nothing that gave him any clue of that. But see, what happened is, did you know that Casey had two cell phones then? Uh-uh. I didn't know she had two cell phones. Yeah. She had two cell phones. She had one that she claimed Universal Studios gave her. And she had took the SIM card out of it and was switching the SIM card back and forth between phones. Mm 
And so the phone that they gave her, they, they popped up and said that they knew she had a second phone and she admitted that she did. And she said, but it was from Universal Studios when she wasn't even working there at the time. Right. So there, you know, I think that she was doing that to try to throw them off and stuff like that to keep them from knowing where she was and what she was doing. Because again, with her dad being a cop, she knew that that was probably the go-to of what they would do. Yeah. I mean, Um, that does make sense though. I mean, it, it, uh, I mean, and they were like, they were like, oh, well, we didn't detect any chloroform and stuff like that. You're not going to detect it because it goes away after a while. Yeah. Chloroform that doesn't last. So that well, was just. Well, it'll stay on, it will stay on the fabric. It'll stay on the fabric. But what I think happened was, do I think she did it intentionally or was it an accident? Like you said, from the, the whole giving her Xanax and maybe overdosing her seems like a big possibility. But then again, she might have smothered her. I don't know. But I know, I think that she put her in the trunk. I think she rode around with her for the longest time till she could figure out what to do with her. And that, to me, if you go ride around with your dead child, okay, let's just say, entertain it for a minute, her and her dad had something to do with it. And her dad says, let's just put the baby in the trunk. And you going to ride around with that child in your trunk? And I know your daddy wasn't with you 24-7. You can't pull over and break down and go, oh, my God, my child's in this trunk. What am I going to do? I got to go tell the police. I got to tell the police. But she goes and parties and gets a tattoo with her child in the trunk. So that's what I think is so weird because I don't know. I don't see how anybody could fucking do that to their child. See, what happened was Barbara Walters, in that Peacock docuseries, wanted to interview her, but her legal team would not let anybody on the opposite side interview her because they yeah. wanted to control the interview. They wanted control yeah, how Gail the interview Yeah, because Gail did this looked. interview, which was the one that was a, right. a part of their team. So, for instance, if you go commit a crime, okay, and I know you did it, and I have a good suspicion you did it, and I say to you, Holly, I tell you what, we'll do an interview. They thought your dad was involved at the time. We'll spin that. We'll go ahead and spin that. But I want to control the interview because I want to ask the questions that I need to ask that make you look innocent. Because if we get anybody else in here and they start asking you the other questions and you fumble and you stumble over those questions, it's going to throw your defense all to pieces. Yeah. So let me just control this interview. You're going to trust me and say, Let's do that. Let's let's do that. Because they wouldn't allow anybody else. If I'm totally innocent, I'm going to tell you to bring anybody and everybody you want to ask me my questions. And my story will stay the same. It will stay the same from start to finish. But she can never keep a, the same story. She changes around. She, she stumbles over her words. Today it's this. Tomorrow's that. And what, and what person does that? Somebody lying and somebody guilty. Yeah. Somebody lying and somebody guilty. Yeah, do I think George did everything he was supposed to do? No, but I think there was two reasons for that. He's already been in the cop world, just like your dad. Okay, let me ask you a question. If you come to your dad and you was like, Dad, I fucked up, I robbed a bank, you know what I'm saying? Or or let's just say, let's just let's back up and say there was a bank in your town robbed. And you popped up with a lot of money and he suspected it was you, but he wasn't a hundred percent sure. He would be coming to you asking questions, trying to act friendly to you, not trying to make you feel like you were on the defensive with him. 
But he might still be going to the cops going, fuck, I think my daughter had something to do with this. I'm not 100% sure, but I think she did. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so his actions... Are, he would do that to me, though, but that's my dad's life. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think he would do? Lie for you? My daddy, yeah. I, I think he would. Because, I mean, I was a daddy's girl, and... And we we were super close. So I know, like, if something like that happened, he he, yeah, he would have lied for me. Not I'd ever, you know, heist a bank, but yeah, he he would. Well, and I think I honestly think George might have if it would have been robbery. But if you would have killed your grandchild, yeah, if you would have killed JoJo, and he thought it was intentional enough, like he sat there and watched you ride around with a body in your trunk. Because George knew what that smell was. When he went by that car, he was like, yeah. that's an awful familiar smell. You know, I just, <laughs> yeah, but I've then they, they took it back, though. They they took it back and said that wasn't what it was. Well, then why did you say it to begin with? Like, Cindy even said the same damn thing when she called 911. It smells like there's a damn dead body in, in the back. And then George says that he walks by and smells it. And then he was like, well, I worked in police force for so long. And, you know, but it's just, you know, just a smell. But that wasn't what it was. Like, both Cindy and him retracted that comment. Well, because I think that they knew by saying that to the media that it was making her look more guilty. I mean, you got to understand from a parent's point of view, if my child was facing that and I seen the whole nation, because at the time, the whole nation hated her. Yeah. And wanted her dead. And I feared for my child's life. I might backtrack on a few things I've said, too. Because I'm making her look more guilty. And I think if you listen to some of her interviews when when he went to the thing, you know, she she felt bad at him for making her look more guilty. You know what I'm saying? She, oh, yeah, she, she did. You know, so she, she was, was mad at him. Yeah, she was mad about it. But my thing is... At no point during these interviews at the police station, and my dad come and visit me, and I've ar- I'm, I'm in jail. I've already been tried and found innocent of it. You can't be tried for the same thing twice. It's called double jeopardy, okay? So I would literally sit there and lean into that thing, talk through the glass, and be like, Dad, why the fuck are you throwing me under the bus? You know you had something to do with this. Why won't you tell the truth? Why won't you help me out? She never once said that. No, but, well, yeah, but... I don't know. He just kept telling her everything was going to be okay. and she, Yeah, but you know, I think he was telling her it she... would be okay about her being in jail. He, like, he didn't want her to panic and think that she would... Like, I wouldn't want my kid to be in there panicking, thinking they were going to get the death penalty or that. Well, hell, know, he was pushing for the death penalty. So, why the hell he was telling her it was okay is beyond me. Yeah. I mean, I get if she did kill her child. That's your child that you push in the death penalty on. You telling him to give her the death penalty. Yeah, because I think part of him was, was her dad. And I think part of him was, I think part of him was her dad. And part of him was, was Kaylee's grandpa. I like, think no, part of him wanted to get rid of her so she couldn't speak her truth. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I don't uh, think so at all. Well. I, I somehow I knew we would be on different sides of the fence. Yeah. And the reason I knew is because I know she's a master manipulator and she's got a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Just something. I get bad vibes from both of them. I really, really do. Like, it was stupid, the shit that she did and that he supposedly controlled her in doing. And 
the things that he has said and his actions. I don't I don't think either one of them are innocent by any means. Right. But I do feel like that the dad is the one that did it. But neither one of them are are innocent. They both okay. played a role in it somehow, some way. Right. And y'all to wrap that up, that's what we're saying. Our whole this whole thing was basically our opinions and our beliefs based on what we think and know. So we're ending with you saying you think they both had something to do with it, but he's the one that who had the hands in on it. Yeah, and I think that he had the hands on it because I don't I don't know. I feel like the molestation was real and then I even looked online at like images and stuff and if you look at some of the pictures of um, Casey sitting in his lap, his his hand as her dad is in a very in various inappropriate positions. Yeah. I mean, I'd sit in my dad's lap all the time, and never was was his hand near my crotch, you know, or or like up on my thigh like that. He might have his round arm around my belly, you know, or 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 hugging me. But, but but I will say if if. Somebody had, if you'd come out later and said my dad molested me and you were sitting on his lap and his arm was around your belly, somebody would be like, well, why is he touching her belly like that? Because a lot well, of women don't like their belly touched. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in other words, you can paint a picture to put doubt in anybody's mind. You can, but even before I had got to that part, I Googled so many images on this. And I was like, that's just kind of a little awkward for dad to be putting his hand there. But I think like that. I I look at, it's like when I watch a movie. JoJo can tell you, I can watch a movie and when it ends, I'm not satisfied. Yeah, <laughs> My brain is thinking and I'm going outside the box and I'm like, well, what if this would have happened? Or what if they done that? Well, that didn't look right. They didn't go back and talk about this on them. It, like my mind is, is constantly right. going. Right. So when I see stuff like that, I'm already thinking. And then when I, watch I was like damn I was like here's what I'm thinking and then later on in the show she's talking about it because it, it, it just I don't know it raised a red flag a, a red flag for me because right. I'm detailed when it when it just comes to I don't know just it, it's weird certain things uh just catch my attention and I'll be like that don't look right as where somebody else would see it and yeah not even see what I did um yeah. or what what I saw and stuff, but I don't know. I just I feel like he did it, but they're both not not innocent. innocent. Like she so is that's no where you're angel. Standing. You're standing no with, right. You're standing with they both had something to do with it. You think his hand was the main hand on it, but she played yeah. a part in it. And you think he did molest her. I stand on the fact that the molestation never happened. The abuse never happened. I think she did it all by herself and he had nothing to do with it and neither did mom. I'll be interested to know what you think after you watch the January 4th. Uh, yeah, episode. me too with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 I want us to come back and revisit this. And y'all, we want you to drop in the comments. Let us know what y'all think. Yeah, what do you think? You know, and like I said, there's no right and wrong answer. Y'all heard us. We debated back and forth. Yep, we disagreed. We're not going to come after anybody. Right. We disagreed but, with each other on some things. But Before we end this, though, I yeah. do want to ask you one question because it wasn't brought up. What do you think about when she said that about her brother, that her brother used to come in and, and, and touch her and touch her breast in the middle of the night? Now, they didn't go on and on about that, but any thoughts on that, like, as to where well, you think that is true? I, right. I think 
I think uh, I think she has been molested by somebody. I do. But who it is, it, I don't think it's the dad. Um, as far as it being her brother, that's I think that is a strong possibility. Possibility with him. Yeah, I do. I think I think it's more possible with him than it is the dad. Um, but I'm not necessarily saying it's him either. I, I could. I'll be honest with you. I'm fifty fifty on that. Yeah, because I didn't dive too much into it. They made that statement. It was mentioned maybe two, three, maybe four times right. throughout like the whole thing, but nobody never elaborated on it. So it was like, right. uh, okay. No, I, I, like I said, I don't know. With with her being such a liar, I don't believe a thing comes out of her mouth. If she would come out and tell me that the sky's blue, and I know it's blue, I'd still have to walk out the door and check because I think she's that bad of a liar. Right. You, really now, she is a good liar. She she is a good liar because she had the cops running, you know, like a chicken with her head cut off. Mm-hmm. You know, running the disc department trying to find you know, um, Zenata and going to the, I mean, she had the audacity to take them into the Disney building and even make her way down the hall waving at people. And even the cops said that they could tell it was awkward because they were waving at her, but not waving at her like she was an employee and stuff. Right. So she definitely was was in but the wrong. But that's what I'm trying to say. For somebody to be that big of a master manipulator, she just, she's just She's something else, I'm telling you. But what got me was, that's the thing that got me when this series came out on Peacock. You know, because like you said, back in 2008, 2011, when she's going through the trial, everybody's like, that bitch is guilty. I know she's guilty. And then all of a sudden, all those people that I saw say that, after they heard her side, they were like, gee, I don't know. Maybe she is telling the truth. And I was like, what? You can, are you serious? You, she's yeah. a liar. She's a liar. And she's had 10, 15 years to perfect her lie. That's yeah. to me, That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a liar. And the last thing you want to do is give a liar time to perfect their lie. Because they yeah, can make it so it. fucking believable. They can make it so believable. Like, that is me true. A, I mean, that know, is give true. Me time, give me time to spin a lie. I will come up with a web so big you don't even know. You I'll won't even be able to sense. get out of it. That's right. But yeah, we do want to know what y'all think. This has been yeah, interesting. We will revisit this again after uh, January 4th. Um, it comes on A&E, y'all. A&E. And what time, Holly? Oh, God. I didn't even check. But it, more than likely, it's, it's, I bet it's going to be like 9 or 10 o'clock. Stuff like that okay. usually okay. is going to air too early. But, um, January 4th, if y'all are interested, check it out. We do want to hear your opinions on this. Do you agree with Holly that they both had something to do with it? Do you think she did it solely? Do you think the dad did it solely? Do you think the mom's involved? We would love to know. But anyhow, yes, on that note, fun. make sure you follow us. Hit like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We are available on Spotify as well every Tuesday and Friday at 11 p.m. Until next time, y'all, have a good day. Bye. Bye.